What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm late. I'm late. For a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Boom, boom, room. That's what they have to, when there's a room where someone's having sex in it, they have to call it the boom boom room on this show. By the way, we've started. Hey, Nick. Oh, no, no. We start now. No, no, hey, no. Anna. We already started. I started and here's it when the I start. Point. Uh, no, Anna, how I are you? said the thing about the boom boom Anna, room. No, how that's are you? That's the beginning of the episode when I said boom boom room. Welcome to Deckheads. My okay. name is Nick Turner, and this is Anna Hosnier, and this is the yes. top, top, tippity top of the show. We have a legendary show for you tonight. We are pulling out all the stops. Plops. Sparing no expense. No blablance. And today, we're giving you the straight dirt. We have in the studio, Barack Obama. Barack. Um, are we expecting me to do a Barack Obama impression? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I don't have that. You're so good at impressions. Am I? Anna, it's me, Barack Obama. Is that really a Barack Obama impression? <laughs> How are you? Look, Pretty I good, right? maybe have Pretty heard good. better impressions. Oh, no. Come on, let's see how many um, presidents we can do. All right, Trump. Hey, it's me, Trump. And then Bill Clinton, of course. I feel like... I'm Bill Clinton. None of this makes any sense. 
No, no, no. Then there's the first bush. What I do? What did I do? Who? Yeah. Where do you get your impressions and from? And then Ronald Reagan, of course. Make my day, punk. So what? anyway, master of impressions, Nikki T, at your service. Anna, how's your day been going? Uh, yeah, no, it's been great. Very confused by your impressions. Um, don't I, be. Oh, okay. Then I don't really have much else to say. <laughs> All right, let's just hop into the show then. All right, you guys. Uh, thank, thanks, Nick, for his uh round of impressions. Very, um, very Eddie, very Colin of him. Uh, Thank you. I'm embracing my real personality. Terrible. That explains a lot. That actually explains a lot about you. Hey, now you and I had some friction right before uh, we started, and it was was your fault. There was no friction, you dumb bitch. It was your fault. Whoa! (laughs) Do you hear (laughs) how she speaks to me? I did just. If you don't like the way Anna speaks to me, press press Joe to three zero three three zero. And uh, I will see you on the, at the flip unemployment side. Line. Oh, um, always keeping you guessing. Now this is an episode four, right? This no, this is episode three. We're just starting to get to know these characters. This is Below Deck, season six, episode three. Right, three. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, you know we're not in the seven, eight, nine yet, but. Soon. No, no, no. But we're getting there. We'll get there. Um, big boy uh, Iceman keeps working out. So he's obviously on uh, steroids. It's there's funny no way. that you have to. We have an Iceman for every season. Like there's always just one buff guy who's <laughs> like, oh. Wait. Oh, this wasn't the original Iceman. Who was Iceman last season? Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Well, there's always some buff African guy. Southern African yeah, guy. I was going to say. South African. Or who Well, was, the other guy was from Zimbabwe. The so year Southern before, African. it was Bruno, kind of, because he was so buff. Bruno? But he was from Portugal. Ah, uh, CCCC. Oh, my God. And then uh year before that, I think it was Connie. <laughs> Connie was the buff one because she was just the strongest, it appeared. And I guess Kelly oh, also yeah. counts. Kelly's kind of a buff boy. Oh, yeah. Kelly, former Marine. Never brought it up, though. Never, never brought it up. Never brought JK up. JK brought it up all the time. I was going to say, yeah, I think he brought it up a lot, right? Back in the Marines, bro, we would tie knots, but just do it around our buddy's genitals, bro. Ho, 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 ho. Jesus Christ. Dude, in the freaking Marines, we would play this game where we all took our dongs out and stuck it in each other's butts. Okay, well, that's something. So we continue with the team back in the crew mess talking about Chandler. Well, it's mostly Riley talking about Chandler and what went down and their conversation in the cab. And Kate says that she's team Chandler on this argument. And my question is why? Because Chandler seems like he sucks. But I guess she's taking his side because of Hierarchy. Uh, wait, who's taking Chandler's side? Kate. Oh, Kate. Yeah, yeah. She likes it when the Chiefs win, I guess. Um, but um, also, Riley is not good. I don't think people like a Riley. People... I don't think she's likable at all. You don't think she's likable? I think she's just fine. 
Like she's just like any other like like strong-minded woman that like men can't handle. Like I've met Riley well, before. Here we go. She's no. too strong for me. I got to no, can't I mean, handle her. I think a Every lot of guys single- are intimidated by women like not a lot. Most guys who who like kind of I don't know, more like agreeable women, sorry to say it. Mm. They get put off by women like Riley who come in hot. Like she's not here to like make sure she's using the right tone or not talk over you. And that's fucking fine. She's fine in my opinion. Like every time there's a Riley incident, I don't think she's doing that much. She's just being like classic opinionated in your face woman. And then like none of these dudes can handle it. And I don't get it. Like just be like, hey, Riley, give me a second. Like, hey, Riley, like, just deal with it. She's not that bad. She could be so much worse. I don't think she's as bad as they're trying to make it out to be. I love your passion. And so uh, I'm going to just back you. Well, you know what? I would love to hear your thoughts. You think she has a shit personality? Maybe she does. Uh, Jeez, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to cause any more friction between you and oh, me. You're already no hopped friction. up. There's no friction. We're allowed to disagree, Nick. I just think, I just, you wonder, you wonder about someone who gets in fights with every single person. The huh. only person that she is not in a fight with is uh, Iceman. I think she gets in a fight with everyone. The only people she got in a fight with Chandler. Uh-huh. Kate. Uh-huh. And Ross. And Ross. That's not everyone. <laughs> well, that's everyone she deals with. Hmm. But I don't she think she would have gotten into a fight with Kate had Kate not. I don't know. I felt like that was just like a weird late night drunk conversation that was kind of like, I don't know. Like, she has a temper. But also like. She's not like what the, okay, that boat ride that she took with Ross. Yeah, but I think that was edited to be more absurd than it was. But I also thought Ross oh, when was she was helping we'll get to this, but when she was helping people up, like Ross was being a little like intense. She was doing her okay, job. Ross fine. is the most even keel dude that's ever been yes, on this show. But she I thought she was fine. She was helping everyone up, making sure they didn't like hit the like thingy on the side that could hurt them. Ross is J-Wall without Beelzebub. Ross kept running up like, hey, uh, hurry up, guys. Hurry up. And it's like, you can only hurry the fucking guests up as much as they are willing to come up the boat. Like, you can't be yanking people around. Like, she was helping everyone up. And he was, like, leaving the fucking steer, which he shouldn't have done, and, like, freaking out and micromanaging the situation, which I agree with Riley. I was like, chill the fuck out. Don't freak out in front of the guests or you're going to freak them out. And that's going to cause more problems. So let her bring people up one by one. It's happening. Focus on where the boat is. Here's what needs to happen. Riley needs to shut up. That's what everyone thinks. Every I agree. Season, she could every talk person, less. But she's bottom. also not as bad as they're making it out to be. And, you know, we'll get there. I would love to see you on that boat with her. And then you try to be like, I like her. I wouldn't say I like her, but I'm also like she I think she is the way she is because she comes from a world of like fishing boats where she is surrounded by dudes and she's had to fight to be heard this whole fucking time. So that energy comes out. 
It's like if you're in a male dominated industry, you have to fight to be heard. And if you just cross that line a little too far, you're annoying. And that's like what women struggle with their whole fucking life of like, oh, am I too much now when before I wasn't enough? So I wasn't even being acknowledged, bro. This is a fucking it's a fine line of where you need to be for men to respect you. And it is so hard to hit every single time. Okay, well, let's see if I uh, felt uh, a little kinship with Colin from last season. I think we found the Anna Hosnier of this season, obviously. Finding a little piece of yourself in her. Uh, No, because uh, I I don't... This got very personal. If I don't have to do the work, I'm fine with not speaking up, so... Like if I right. if, if I was on that boat and I knew that I didn't actually have to like step up and give any instruction, girl, you know I'm chilling back. <laughs> um, I guess. I mean, everyone just keeps telling her it's like um, you know, it's like you just have to do what you're told. No, there is nothing happening that is dangerous. No one has ever saved someone's life on this show by like being like, "I know how to do that better." It's always just like on more annoying than it's worth. Just yeah. fucking do it, dog. Anyway, um, but you're right. Female empowerment at all costs. Well, okay. uh, she should be uh, the captain. Anyway, I wish it was. I wish every state was Alaska, right? Ross thinks Riley needs to shut up and realize who her boss is. And Kate is now telling Riley to stop tripping and go to bed. And Riley starts to call Kate condescending. And then Kate thinks she doesn't know how to respect uh, people above her because she's new to yachting. And then everyone goes to bed and it's the next day. Uh, yeah. Nice. So Riley is up first and she says she could do her job with no sleep and because that's what she's used to doing and that's what she's doing now. And Ashton asks for clarification for the night before because he doesn't remember what happened. And Chandler explains they were waiting on him to leave for an hour and a half. And then Riley popped off in the cab. And now that they all need to have a serious discussion and the deck crew is cleaning the entire boat at six in the morning. Mm, you hate to see that. Um, well, I, I like I, I was not on board with this and then I became on board. Um, I think they did deserve to be on deck at, at six. Because fuck Riley. But did you originally think that when it was just Ashton? No. Okay. So Because I thought that there was no reason to punish everybody. And then when it was two of them, I was mm-hmm. like, well, I guess, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Two people are shitty. But you say, you think it was because Ashton's a guy, and that's the only reason? No. Okay. I didn't think Just it was wondering. necessary to punish them. Until, yes, when Riley started, like, yelling at him, I was like, there's no coming back from There's that. nothing else he can do. It's like, oh, it's happening. There's no coming back once Riley Sorry, Riley. Him. I don't want to upset you on your first ever boat. So, um... We learned that Caroline's mom is going through early onset dementia and that when her mom texts her, it basically like sets her off into a mood. And Kate says that she would never punish her crew the way Chandler did. And Riley says she regrets talking to Kate the way she did, but she knows that she has a temper and it pops off when she feels attacked. And uh, she still thinks Chandler is a prick, though, and she's ignoring him all morning. 
Fair. And the next charter meeting is happening with Kate, Adrian Chandler, and Captain Lee. And we learned that Alan and Danielle are coming back. They were on the boat when Leon quit and bounced, and Rocky put grenadine in their oysters in season three, I believe it was. Yeah. They're celebrating the 53rd birthday for Alan. And apparently they got engaged, Alan and Danielle, four days before this trip. Wow. What a love story. Now, I'm curious. How many times he's gotten his hair colored since they got engaged four days ago? I'm guessing six. No, I was going to say, is this Danielle? Did she come last time as well? Must have. Must have. Must have. Because now I'm thinking, this is the third time they've been on. Is it? I think so. Oysters was number one or number two? Two. Because he came on with his sons before that. You know, I got some oysters uh, from H Mart. Yeah, how was that? Um, They're great. I don't have an oyster shucker, but you know what you do if you don't have an oyster shucker? Eat them whole? Flathead screwdriver. Of course, you can't eat an oyster shell. You uh, you use a flathead screwdriver. Jam it in there. Jimmy it. Pry it. Pop it. Knife them and, and suck them. Knife them and suck them. Anyway, so I have some grenadine in the house. Ew. And I thought to myself, what if I put these on this oysters? And uh, you know what, Anna? What? I didn't do it. Yeah, good. And that's the end of the story. Good, good. I'm glad you did not point. point. Yeah. Don't point the grenadine in there. I'm a baby. Anyway, they're going to a natural cave. And uh, yeah, that's what Captain Lee plans. And then apparently they're going to have a pajama party one night and then a luau on the beach another night. And Adrian says he uses his third eye and meditates on it when it comes to manifesting everything the guests want to eat. That's just how he rolls. And he usually gets it right. He's so weird, but I love him. Uh, the stews are flipping a room. And Caroline, of course, out of nowhere, starts crying and runs out of the room. And Kate and Josiah are very confused. And then Josiah comes to check on her. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm great. I'm great. Just give me one second. Yeah. Can you just give me one second? Uh, yeah, just give me one second. Just like, what are you doing? And then, oh um, man, there's nothing crazier than a crazy person trying to act cool. Yeah, it was. She... <laughs> I'm great. Yeah. It's like you literally painted your face to look like the Joker. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, Caroline, when she comes back, she tells Kate and Josiah about her mom having early onset dementia and that it's hard to lose, watch someone lose their mind because you have no control over it. And so it like, and she's not there and she's alone and it's just a lot. And she asked for a five minute break. And then Josiah in the most human form possible, like this was a moment I was like, maybe he is human. He says there is work to be done, but because you're on a boat, you're like a big family and you need to support the people who need it. And I was like, wow, Mm -hmm. human setting has been initiated. And then he um, his feet lifted off the ground and he ascended into heaven. Yeah. So but it feels she said a five minute break, but it appears that maybe she just took the whole night off. I don't know. 
That's weird. We learn that Adrian is in an open relationship with his girlfriend. Classic. It's like in our theme song. I'm in an open relationship. Every single time. How is that so relevant? Because these people travel for long stretches. and so Okay, okay. You don't actually have to answer that. So, oh. yes, we learned that Adrian's in an open relationship with his girlfriend because he's not ready to commit to a long-term relationship or a long relationship. And he likes the he likes the natural pleasures of the flesh. That's what he says. Yeah, he says a lot of dumb shit. <laughs> so his girlfriend, Felicia, he says she has a lot of the same views as him and she's very calm and stress free. And he needs that. The way he talks to his girlfriend on the phone, he's like, oh, baby, are you OK? Oh. Baby, I hope you are having a very relaxing time, baby. Oh, baby. He's so sensual in a way where I was like, what is going on? Do Did you, you hear him? Feel feel a little inside yourself? Yeah, like I, I came. So what? <laughs> too far. <laughs> My kids listen to this one day. But you literally said in the last episode that you come yourself all the time all yes, over but your I'm clothes a boy. boys can talk that way can you imagine no. having kids and then having them listen nope. to the entire run of decades they will never do that because i will never tell them i ever was a podcaster oh they're gonna know because they're going to you. no by the time my kids are born in the year um 80 86 google will have imploded and all data will have been erased from the world. Well, cheers to your robot womb. <laughs> Thank you. Let's take a quick break and um, let me examine your robot womb. I'm late. I'm late for the important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com this episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. And we're back. Nick? Pretty smelly, huh? Nope. No robot womb to be seen. Oh. Well, there was a smell. That's from your rotting penis. Hey, so, whatever it is, I said I was sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> whatever it is. 
Okay. Go. So uh, Chandler pulls Riley aside to chat about their little tiff mm. the night before. And he tells her he didn't handle the situation well. And he apologizes, but says that it can't happen again. And Riley says that right. she doesn't know what she said to disrespect him. And I'm like, roll the tape. But anyway, uh, he says no more pity shit. He doesn't have time. They have a job to do. Just know who your boss is and respect him. And Riley's like, got it. And then to herself, she's like, unable to respect Chandler, she has to feel respect from him as well. And that come here, Cheetah. Is that Cheetah? Come here. Cheetah, come here. <sighs> Looks like Cheetah is in the room. Cheetah, come here. Stop screaming. Cheetah. Jesus Cheetah, Christ. Come here. God, this is embarrassing. Yeah, it really Cheetah, is. Come here. Just let go. She doesn't want to come Cheetah. to you. Oh my God. Cheetah, come here. There we go. You that see, that's the kind of miserable. love you get from your pet when you're home all day. Cheetah, don't make him do anything you don't want yes. to do. Yes. Look at Cheetah. Look how much she loves me. She can't stop licking me. Oh, that's a sign of respect. Anyway, she uh, just yawned. Thanks for still being with us. She just yawned. Do you think anyone just called the police? <laughs> Why would they call the police? Animal abuse. You're white. You're fine. Look at Cheetah. Hi, Cheetah. Okay, you know, white people are far more likely to be convicted on crimes of animal abuse than black people. Oh, boy. Let's not do this, Nick. <laughs> Just having a little fun I... with the current situation. Do you guys always feel like I'm always just trying to protect Nick from being canceled? <laughs> yes. Thank like you for being my... too sensitive. That's literally... My uh, job lately is a uh, sensitivity meter for Nick Turner. <laughs> Look at Cheetah. So She's Cheetah so is currently cute. on Nick's lap. And we're so sorry for this tangent. But sometimes you need to acknowledge when there's a cutie boy in the room. Yes. Look at that. Um, he's so cute. And uh, Cheetah, is there anything you want to say to everybody? I'm a girl. <laughs> oh, okay. Cheetah is a girl. She wants you to know. I thought she you told beautiful. me Cheetah was non-binary. Um, Cheetah. Roll the clip. Can we roll the clip of Nick telling me that? Oh, hey everybody, it's me, Nick Turner. I just want a special announcement to all of our listeners. My dog is non-binary, and if I say in the future that he's not no longer non-binary, then <laughs> that will be the truth also. Okay. okay, goodbye. All right, cut the clip off. Wow, what a clip. That yeah. was the wrong really, clip. <laughs> really went full circle. I used to talk differently. Yeah. Is that right? You're a bit weird. Yeah, it's uh, we were so young when this show first started. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like it was like 45 years ago. Yeah. So much has happened since I was like, hey, Nick, do you want to do a show? <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, the world uh, got a little cuckoo. And um, I'm so proud of our world for getting so cuckoo. Yeah, it was time. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, back to the show. So everyone continues flipping the boat for the rest of the day, and then they go to bed. Uh, now it's the next day. So... uh Kate wakes up and confirms that a ukulele player is going to come and play for the guests that night. 
provisions arrive and Adrian is hoping to make the charter guest trip so amazing with his food because the last few trips they've been on, not great. So yeah, the guests are arriving. Who taught who cooked for him? Beef cheeks? No. Well, beef cheeks one yeah, night cheeks and did. then Rocky the other. Oh, Rocky. Oh, he went twice on that same boat. Yeah. That same season. Wow. No, no, no. Not the same season. I think the year before that, maybe Ben. I can't remember. Okay. I think it was Ben though. All right. Well, Ben's very talented. But I'm saying he Leon quit in the middle of their charter, remember? Because of the fire situation. No, I remember. Yes, I remember. Oh, I see. I see. And then Rocky decided to take over the night before or the night after he quit. So um, the guests are arriving. Chandler wants everyone's feet on the same line while they're waiting for the guests. And Riley is not impressed by him. And yeah, Alan and Danielle are on board with their friends. And. The wind picks up as soon as Captain Lee wants to leave. But then they have some masseuses arrive and set up for a massage session after lunch for the guests. And there's tension between Riley and the male. Couldn't they have gotten sexier masseuses? Oh, my. Shut up. You know, it's like it's exciting that there's masseuses there. But, yeah, I mean, you couldn't have looked at some headshots. Okay. This is Tahiti. Not every idea is a good one. It's Tahiti, so they have to... You know, it's it's harder to do stuff things, do stuff things. Oh, I see. Thank you for clearly <laughs> explaining it to me. <laughs> wow. <sighs> All right, I fell asleep. Okay. Jesus Christ, you got to stop doing that on here. So, um, okay, ten dollars every time you yawn. Ten dollars goes into a fund, and then every time I remember, I take the money out of that fund. Oh my God, Nick, Put stop robbing. Account. Charities. <laughs> what charity? You got to give me ten dollars. Um, are we going to see some transparency of how you're donating that money you made from the Get Rich Nicks trivia and more? All right, all right, calm down. Okay, so if there's no transparency, how do we know you're really donating the money? What are you hmm. talking about? I just think are it's you interesting in charge of something that yeah, the um charity donation transparency league. Okay, well, uh, yeah, it's happening, all right? So yeah, calm down. Yeah, we're going to have to see some You're receipts. not in charge. Everything is fine. Yeah, so we're a council, and we call out um, people who don't donate the money correctly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna Was write. We're it? gonna write an open letter soon. So uh, there is tension between Riley and the male deck crew members because of her attitude, and Ross wants to come up with a way to keep her in line. And there's just so many issues with them all trying to control Riley. I just, I don't even know where to start. They're all like, we all have to control Riley. This woman's attitude is out of control. The men are not happy with the woman. I can't. Oh my God, here we go again. I just can't. It's so. It's just fucked up what's going on. They None of them can handle this woman. And to me, I'm saying be stronger or something. I don't know what to tell you. Get over it. Tune it out. Stop getting so fucking butthurt. Anyway, they undock and head out and the guests sit down for lunch. And Ashton tells Chandler what happened with Riley a little earlier. And oh, that's right. So Riley... Again, asking clarifying questions to Ashton, and Ashton tells her to calm down. And that, naturally, 
annoys Riley. And so he keeps telling her to calm down more. And she keeps being like, stop telling me to calm down. I'm just, that's the thing is they get upset with her when she asks too many questions, but it's like, would you rather her not ask and do things wrong? I don't, whatever. These fucking idiots. So Ashton tells Chandler what? Uh, I mean, you know, it's like, yeah, some people annoyingly ask too many fucking questions because there's probably a lot of questions that he already answered. So I get that she needs to ask the question because she doesn't know, but perhaps, perhaps, perhaps he already said it. But if he had already said it, you know they would have edited that in to make someone look stupid. So I'm just saying. Well, maybe they didn't get it. Well. Also, there wasn't anything in particular. It was just question after question after question after question. Mm. Well, Ashton tells Chandler that Riley got upset with him for telling him her to calm down, which is like obviously a way to upset someone is to tell him to calm down. But that's Riley's fault. Um, and now they want more people to police Riley. And Chandler asks for a team meeting and he talks to Ross. Oh, that's right. Okay. So what they should be doing during this while they decide to call a team meeting is taking the guest luggage to their rooms. But instead, they're in the beach club underneath where all the jet skis and stuff are having a team meeting. Mm. Um, and yes, yeah. Chandler calls for a team meeting and he talks to Ross and he says he doesn't want to come off like they're singling out Riley, but it is what it is. And basically, Chan- Chandler says that there should be no more bickering when they should be working and it's unprofessional when there's guests on board. And then Ashton bitches out Riley about the situation earlier where he told her to calm down over and over for no reason because she was asking questions for clarification. And she's like, okay. And then Kate keeps radioing the deck crew being like, hey guys, can we bring the luggage down? They're just sitting here. And Chandler keeps being like, yep, we're having this meeting. We'll do it after. And she starts doing it herself. And then the guests are waiting on their luggage in their room so they could change out of their arrival clothes. And then um, Chandler decides that Ross is the lead deckhand, Ashton is the second deckhand, and Riley is the third deckhand. And that's all based on experience. Um, And then Kate keeps radioing down about ETA of when they'll come up and Riley's like, Hey, uh, can one of you guys answer Kate? See, that's the other thing. They were ignoring Kate. See, that's, that's where I think they're all just sexist assholes. Like if you're just going to be ignoring Kate, who's asking you to do your job and Riley has to be like, can you answer her? Because I'm the third deckhand and not allowed to speak. And then Chandler tells Kate to wait five minutes for their team meeting to be over. And Kate is not impressed that they're having a feelings meeting when the guests are waiting for their luggage and Captain Lee overhears all this and he tells them to get up and get the luggage out of there right now. And then they all pop up and go um, do that. And anyway, I think, I think the deck crew are trash and a bunch of idiot bros. Go I ahead. I think the old me would have argued with you, but the new me is here to listen and learn. And I know that I need to unlearn a lot of biases that I, I have that are ingrained in me that I don't even know about. And maybe this is one. And I just want to say I hear you. Oh, my God. I don't I believe will, any of this. I will think about this. I don't believe any of this. This is classic Nick doing a bit. He also just texted me. Do you Did you send the Zoom link yet? I can't find it anywhere. That is trolling. Nick is trolling me. Okay, they didn't. Uh, they don't know what our uh, our friction was earlier, but uh, it had to do with that. Yes, anyway, because I tell um, Nick that I sent him the Zoom. Link this is and the he problem, says, Anna. I know. 
There's no right answer. Do you want me to fight with you or do you want me to agree with you? And then when you, I agree with I, you, you don't believe me. I, and that's, that's the difference between men and women. Oh, here we go. Men and women. Okay. Uh, thank you for agreeing. Men are me. on deck crew and women are stews. I don't think this ship is going to fly right until those two switch spots. I just think uh, all these Could you dudes- imagine that guy buttling around- um, the exterior. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I could. He's okay. just he's butlering the lines. Buttling. <laughs> I don't know. I just think these dudes are so up their own asses. Like you saw fucking Iceman Ashton, like, ooh, ooh, and Ross is like, I'm a very smart guy. Though I will, you know, I I will say that uh, Ross is another person of color we've had on this boat. Mm-hmm. But no black men. No black men yet. I will not be happy until there is a black man. I do hope soon. One, one of these charters, not charters, one of these crews needs to have a black man ASAP because we've only had one black woman. Yes, um, that's a call uh, to all you producers. Have been indigenous. You fucking up. Yeah. Right. So, Back um, to the show. Captain Lee is not happy with the weather because it's storming, and the guests sit down outside for their massages or lay down, if you will. And Captain Lee tells the crew that they're coming in for a little squalor, and it hits it hits the deck so hard for where the guests are having massages. That they have to all basically stop the massages and run inside because it's like, whoosh, whoosh, like all up in them. And then we had to stop our massages. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, they have to move everything inside very quickly. And then they basically reset up inside and continue the massages there. The guests were pretty chill about it, so. Yeah. Chilleroni. Am I righty? Yeah, dog. So the deck crew has to remove everything from the beach club because they're having a pajama party and it takes hours for them to set it up. And it's like, what a weird place to decide to have this party. Like, it's so unnecessary because they literally have so much equipment in there. But whatever. Adrian is going with the flow for dinner and just feeling the vibes, you know? That's basically what he says when he describes what he's making. Oh, yeah, man. He doesn't even know what he's fucking making. He blacks out and then he makes it. Yeah. Like any good chef. Yeah. and the You know, we're in Tahiti, so you've got to use the flavors, the coconut, the pineapple. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so the guests sit down for dinner and the ukulele player arrives and plays for them while they're eating and they love the food so far. But then Kate's like, oh, we have some veal coming in for the main course. And they're all like, oh, what? Veal? I didn't ask for veal. That wasn't on our preference sheet. Blah, blah, blah. One lady's like, I don't eat baby animals. And it's like, everyone, shut the fuck up. And uh, Kate's like, well, I hope the food impresses them regardless because um, it's made by... Adrian, who fucking kills. Uh, and of course, they love it because Adrian's just that good. Oh, man. Adrian is really is the best. Whenever I see... They they get in a fight over him. Did you see this at one yeah, point? Yeah, yeah. They love Adrian. Where um, the, the primary 
says to Captain Lee, or says to Adrian next to Captain Lee, he says, did you tell him yet? Did you tell him? We're bringing you with us yeah. when we leave the boat. And Captain Lee does a bit where he looks very pissed. And then, yeah, he does a bit where he doesn't move. And then... He doesn't move. The primary says, yep, I'm going to give him all the tips and then take him. And then Captain Lee laughs like I have never seen <laughs> Captain Lee laugh in his life. The loudest laugh ever that he was not going to ch- get a chance to get his grubby little mitts all over the tips before they got all right guys there you go first of the season nick accuses captain lee stealing the tips take a drink chugga chugga he's like no 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 i need 48 hours with those tips before i pass them out yeah i believe tracks yes i believe captain lee laughs so hard a volcano yes. exploded. A volcano exploded. So, yes, wow. of course, for dessert, uh, Adrian comes up with a flambéed peach situation where he sets a bunch of peaches on fire and they blow up and then they fe- they serve that on top of a cake. And the guests love it because I guess the main primary loves peaches, peaches yeah. and cream. And fire. Fire. Fire! All right. Peaches and cream. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I'm late. I'm late. Three very important days. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. And we are macaroni. That's when you have some macaroni. And it sticks to your back because it's very high in the sugar. So, um, yeah, the guests are having their pajama party after dinner and Chandler looks stressed out by it. Because that's Chandler for you. Fun police. Sorry, this is Chandler. Looks like you guys are having some fun around here. And if that's not a reason to abolish the police, that's what it is. The reason, the way we could get people to abolish the police if we made them the fun police and then all these white people would be like, fine, get rid of them. 
They're too fun? Yeah. No, they're stopping our fun. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of good reasons to defund the police. Yes, but there's a reason to get the whites to care. Because it's very hard for get them to care by being like, well, they're killing black people. And then they're like, I think I don't care. I think a lot of the whites care. Mm, maybe. Hard to say. Hard to say. I think, a lot of, I think a lot of whites are actually very good people. Oh, shut up, spokesperson for whites. All right. So uh, <laughs> the guests, yeah. Kate leaves Caroline on late duty and asks her to work with Chandler to clean up the pajama party. And of course, he's being a dick about it because she's like, hey, uh, can you guys take out the trash? And Chandler's like, that's the last thing on my mind because he has to put all the equipment back in the uh, beach club, which it is a lot of work. Um, but then he's like, I'll come help afterward. But he just goes straight to sleep. Um, yeah. Caroline writes her, her after the charter note and pastes it outside of Kate's room, which is rando. And then everyone goes to sleep and it's the next day. Nice. I, I hope today is the day that Riley gets along with everybody and I bet it will be. Yeah, so they're taking the guests to the caves, these weird natural caves. So everyone is prepping to get them over there with the tender. And looks like the note Caroline left for Kate was all about. So basically Caroline says, or not Chandler wasn't doing his job. Yeah. Which apparently his job is to, after loading all of the heavy equipment in by himself for hours, he needs to come in the galley and help uh, wash dishes. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Well, basically, the note Caroline left is supposed to be like a at the end of the charter. No, at the end of the day, she's oh, supposed yeah, at the to end say of the day, well, what like what time she went to bed. What that's time it. she went to bed and what still needs to be done. What she did, yeah, yeah. And um so it's I mean, she did that, but then she also went on and on about like fucking Chandler not helping. And Kate's like, look, I, I just need you to like tell me, yeah, what you did when you went to bed. I don't need a whole like feel everything about your feelings fucking note. And then Kate says she wants to have a stew meeting where they can build morale and go over stuff with Josiah and Caroline. But it's mostly for Caroline. Because Josiah is so great. Yeah, he's a fucking pro-buttle. You've been pro-buttling for years. Yeah, so Riley and Ross go with the guests on the tender to the cave. And it already feels like Ross is annoyed with Riley just talking to the guests and to him. And they, like, talk over each other a few times. And Riley doesn't get why he's so stressed out by her. And uh, they get to the caves. And, again, Ross is so annoyed by how much Riley is talking. And they're struggling to work together. And then, like we were talking about earlier, Riley is trying to get the guests on board and Ross is tripping because the water is rocky and they're going towards the rocks. But Riley doesn't think Ross needs to be tripping in front of the guest uh, when she has it under control pulling the guests up. Yeah. R- Riley needed to shut the fuck up. Riley. I mean, I think Ross needs to chill out, too. I think they both were being problematic in that situation. Only Riley. No, Ross was like tripping and she literally was doing everything she was supposed to be doing. She, like she was safely getting everyone on board and Ross kept being like, hurry it up, hurry it up, hurry it up. And again, she can only go as fast as the guests are comfortable going. Like you can't be yanking people around. It's dangerous. 
He needs to pay attention to where the fucking boat is and not leave the steer. It's fucking stupid. Anyway, on board the boat, the yacht, Caroline is wearing a sweater that isn't uniformy enough. And Captain Lee asks Kate to ask her not to wear that when the guests are on board. She's wearing like a weird red ragtag sweater. And back on the boat, Ross and Riley are talking. And after they come back from the caves on the tender ride and they're talking, explaining why he was acting that way towards her. And she's trying to figure out that if, if he doesn't trust her to do her job, like, what's the point? And then they get into a tiff over respecting each other. And Ross says he respects that Riley's a strong-minded woman, blah, blah, blah. But she has to respect him in order for him to respect her. I don't know. It's like, whatever. These guys can't handle Riley at all. And uh, yeah, Adrian has a sushi lunch ready for the guests when they're back and they love it. Ross goes and snitches to Chandler about Riley uh, being tough to deal with. And then he says that they'll... And Chandler says that they'll deal with it after the charter. But Ross gets mad by that and then goes to Captain Lee to talk about, I guess, whatever's happening in the deck crew. And that's the end of the episode. Damn, he's going to tell. All right. Boat you ready facts for this? with Nikki T's is here. Are you aware when Gallagher sold his act to his brother? No. And then um, his brother started performing as Gallagher too. No, what? Yeah, that's very real. I'm surprised you don't know about that. Anyway, it's very funny. It's a good footnote in uh, the, the the history of stand-up comedy. They're trying to do the same thing with Titanic. Titanic 2, a project from Clive Palmer is a planned ocean liner intended to be a functional modern-day replica of the Olympic-class RMS Titanic. The new ship is planned to have a gross tonnage of 56,000, while the original ship measured about 46,000 gross register tons. The project was announced by Australian billionaire Clive Palmer in April 2012 as the flagship of the proposed cruise company Blue Star Line of Brisbane, Australia. Brisbane? The intended launch date was originally set in 2016, delayed to 2018, then 2020. The development of the project was resumed in 2018 after a hiatus that began in 2015, caused by a financial dispute that affected the $500 million project. Uh, now, this motherfucker is pretty cool. The Titanic II would represent the first major passenger vessel constructed in China, a country with much more experience in building cargo ships than cruise ships. Clive Palmer has been described as an eccentric billionaire with a reputation for bizarre publicity stunts, such as the attempt to create a massive Jurassic Park-style dinosaur theme park at his golf resort. It has also been noted that the publicity surrounding Titanic 2 coincided with Palmer's announcement of his entry into the Australian federal politics, uh, which, made, which was made immediately following Titanic 2 conference. Interesting. Um, he previously claimed he was the target of a conspiracy involving Barack Obama, what? the CIA, the Rockefeller Foundation, and Greenpeace, who he believed were attempting to close down his mining operation. He started a company called Zeppelin International with the intention of making a commercially viable Zeppelin. After the plan came to nothing, it was ridiculed as the bizarre move of the year by Australian business website Smart Company. 
Uh, he's gained a reputation in Australia for floating ambitious and unusual business ideas, which he fails to see through. And the Titanic 2 has been described as a classic Clive Palmer announcement. Hmm. Anyway, um, they actually made another one. There's uh, another Titanic replica that was made by this. Just It just was made to sit at this resort. It doesn't sail. It just sits in the water. Where's the resort? Can we go see it? In China, oh. in the Sichuan province, on the river Ki, however that's pronounced. Ki. Wow. Well, that Titanic was... 2. That's your boat fact of the day. Titanic 2. Uh, I fuck with Titanic 2. Oh, hell yeah. I'll if, go on Titanic 2. If it ever sure. actually happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, let's cross our fingers. 2022. I let's hope nothing um, happened in between when they decided to do that and uh, now. I just, I'm concerned because all the information you just revealed about the person makes it feel like it's not going to happen. Well, only time will tell. Hmm. Only time will tell. Boat Facts with Nikki T. Back to you, Anchor. All right, guys. That was Boat Facts with Nikki T's. Nikki T loves a boat fact. Hey, you know, this one was better than what color are boats. It was what was the most popular color of a boat? Yeah, white, Nick. White. Convenient. Yes. So uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. That was season six, episode three of Below Deck Reg. I want to give some shout outs. To some people who messaged us on our Instagram, because I fucked up and didn't give this one person a shout out, but Annalisa Escamila. I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong, but she was the one that originally sent us the photo of Captain Lee breaking quarantine to hang out with Kelly, which uh, we shouted out a while back, but uh, that's her handle. Thank you. Uh, she said she bought a If Captain Lee's Happy, I'm Happy t-shirt. So thank you so much, Annalisa S. Camila. We appreciate you. And I also want to shout out Michelle, whose handle is Josie Cat's Mama. She sent us a message with a screenshot of her texting with her sister. And she wrote, her sister's name appears to be Christy based on this text thread. She says, I found a funny podcast where two comedians. That's very uh, kind of you to call me a comedian, but I'm just trash. And very mean of you to only call me a comedian and not <laughs> shut up. world's greatest comedian. Oh, shut up. Anyway, so I found a funny podcast where two comedians recap episodes of Below Deck. Deckheads, I may have issues. And then her sister responded with, oh, my God, I'm a deckhead. So she says, when you realize that both you and your sister are deckheads, love you guys. I said I have issues because I'm forever recommending podcasts to her, by the way, mostly uh, crime podcasts and boat podcasts like Deckheads. Thank you, Michelle, Josie, Cat's Mama. Nice well, messages. That's very, very nice. It's always nice to find out that you and your whole family are Deckheads. Buy her a merch. Buy, buy Christy a merch. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. And, you know, you could message us, too. At Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. Check out our merch. T Public, baby. We got some funny little shirts. More to come. Am I correct in I heard that we sold over 18,000 shirts? So thanks everyone for hitting the stores. And um, I think a lot of you people don't even listen to this show. So Jesus, it must just be a great design. So shout out to our designer and uh, check them out. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Also, leave us a five-star review if you feel so inclined. We love five-star reviews by our fans. We love them. Love, love, love. And if you got a boat fact such as Titanic 3, yep. throw it in a five-star review and I'll read it. Yeah, leave Nick a boat fact. Follow me at Anna Hosey on Twitter. Nick's at Nick's Turners. Check out his Patreon. And you know what? That's that. We're out of here. You. Bye, y'all. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Thursday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.